All right, what's up, y'all? It is Will here at Schedule Fly, and we have got John Sealbinder on the phone. Um, John's actually the guy, as I mentioned in my sort of intro to this series that we're calling Onward. I literally stole the term from him. I, I checked with him first to make sure it was cool, uh, but he's always uh, finds a way to make things positive and stay optimistic and uh he's been through a ton and he's been on this podcast before so check out his old episodes uh but john you told me about a week ago you were changing the you know sort of the logo and uh, and, and the the outlook for the group going forward to use the word onward and i kept trying to think of like what what could i call this series because right now all i'm doing is you know speaking with folks like you to figure out where do we go from here and I kept coming back to that. So thank you for letting me take that, man. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, dude, no, and that's all we can know, do right I, now. I didn't invent the word, but it certainly has carried me and I hope a few of my people through some dark days and uh, kind of turned into uh, an email signature at times. And I mean, I mean I'm just glad that that you, you relate to it. And now that we can all relate to it, I think, you know, obviously it's a, to me it's a good theme to stick by. And I think we all are going to need it need some some onward momentum that's for sure yeah for sure so today is the 26th march 26th i mean if you and i had talked two weeks ago our conversation would have been monumentally different than it is right now if we had talked a week ago it probably would have been so this stuff has been moving and changing so quickly maybe just maybe there's some light at the end of the tunnel here with this uh this bill that's going through what what are your what, where's your head right now man like what what are you focused on each day right now um, to kind of, you know, just figure out how to get from, from here to, you know, bridge the gap between here and when this all is uh, yeah, well, is done? Well, you know, honestly, I mean, the biggest thing to remember from day one is like at this point, I mean, as a, as a global, national, and most important for all of us that are leaning in on each other, a local community, I mean, just, just as we operate our thing as a cog in the wheel, you know, it's, 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 I think everybody's changing day by day and we certainly are changing day by day. I think for me and my little team of managers, um, like everybody else, last Tuesday we had to lay off our entire company. Um, I've tried to figure out a way to keep all of us, you know, the people that are going to make the difference when we do get through this thing, when we, we open back up and start rehiring and all that stuff, I've tried to keep us as close as, as possible, right? So the biggest thing that happened last Tuesday was we found out in the morning, we got through a lunch shift, we had to sit down with our employees and, and, and really kind of give some really hard news like everyone did. Um, and then by 5 o'clock, I was sitting at a table with all the management going, hey, listen, um, I think we can get through this thing. You know, I don't know how long it's going to last. I mean, I know in Denver, we were there, they were immediately down eight weeks. Yeah. And, you know, the only silver lining for us in this whole ordeal is for about three years as a company, and I mean, it's time to get, you know, open as, as much as possible and, and vulnerable in the hopes that if, if there's anything that I can share, anybody else can share. If it helps one of us or helps the other person, like it's it's a good time to do it. And I can I can be honest and say that for the last three years, this has kind of been my life. Right? Um, there were 
countless times starting in like June of 2017, June, July 2017 as a company, we weren't profitable and I didn't know when things were going to turn around. It was like, I don't know when I'm going to be in business tomorrow, right? And um, when it hit Tuesday, I just said, you know, I, I knew that <clears throat> the things that had to be done quickly were, were fairly evident. Like the business had to be taken as close and quickly to a net zero as humanly possible, right? And then yeah, we had to make some moves and pivot into a model that's not going to be for, for, I think, it, for any small business owner, restaurant owner, bar owner, it's not going to be remotely profitable to do curbside pickup and, you know, try to come up with some, some DoorDash and Postmate options that we can, we were already doing that maybe we can increase or whatever else. But it certainly does create a sense of hope and a sense of momentum in and around my group. And I've got some folks that I'm like just uberly touched by, uberly proud of that have just said, look, I'm here. I'm here to do this thing. What I'm fighting for is three months from now. And I know it's not right now is what we're fighting for. And so we, you know, we just mothballed as quickly as we could. We got, you know, we got the architect and the green light. I mean, I just sent um, the guys over there. They took all the produce. They juiced it down into cocktail recipe, uh, cocktail mixers that we put into some of those uh, adult Capri Sun bags as, as ready-made cocktail mixes. And we're going to freeze them and or you know, attempt to maybe sell some of those out. I think a couple of ours have had some luck with that. But really what we did is we pivoted really, really hard into what is it that we can trickle a little bit of money in every day. And it's obviously not necessarily paying the bills or, or um, you know, definitely not making us profitable. But it, it is something. And every dollar helps in the support of, support of the community and friends and, um, you know, the folks that have reached out and then, you know, donated to it to the GoFundMe page. I mean, I've had a couple of roommates that just, I, I tell you, man, I've almost been in tears a couple of times because, you know, the generosity has just come alive. I had a friend, um, an old roommate of mine, first, you know, first person to call, he said, I want to order a hundred sandwiches for the, um, the good shepherd's table. And I want to deliver next Wednesday. And so that was yesterday. And we put those together and wow. got those over there. And so, so that's some of the things that that's happening. And the, and the biggest thing, I think mentally is at the end of the day, we sit at a table. Um, I've still got a decent amount of hands, um, quote unquote employed. We don't know what that looks like from a financial standpoint, but none of us really, obviously we're very careful about our sanitation, very careful about keeping ourselves safe. Um, That's like already something that in restaurants and bars you're already very prone to because I mean, we're heavily regulated by that and we really want to be careful. You don't want to get people sick. You're, dealing with people's food and and so we we follow those guidelines pretty heavily but right now i've got folks that you know we're all just we we meet at the end of the day we sit there and we do uh you know a check-in and see you know what would you get done today um what do you hope to get done and then we do we go around the horn and everybody does a one word you know check-in like how are you feeling you know and it's just it's amazing the words that have been coming out of people's mouths you know, now for, for a week and sitting there at the end of the day in the face of nobody knows, right? Like, how are we going to be out of work? Right. Um, what, what's going on with the, the country, not just us, right? Like our yeah. industry is usually the one that gets hit last. Yep. And this time we saw it first almost, you know? Oh, sure. What, and yeah. 
I mean, well, you, you got shut down. <laughs> I mean, literally. Yeah, quickly, quickly, um, right? And within an hour, right, we were laying off all our employees. We talked about it within an hour. We, we were laying off the, the, the whole company. And look, like, we're 70 people, but I know there's, I laid off 200. I laid 500, 600. I, I know you talk to everybody because you guys, you know, have so many really awesome clients. And, uh, you know, the first, the first day it happened, um, we did a check-in, we went around the horn, and uh, maybe day two or day three, I can't really remember, right? Like, it's been a blur. Um, so that would have been, this was Tuesday the 17th that we shut down. So about Thursday the 19th, everybody had been hustling. You know, we're getting things mothballed as best we can, making sure we can save produce where we can, coming up with what we can do to get, get some food going out, to get some delivery, some curbside. You know, leaning really hard in our, our friends uh, in the industry and checking in on them, seeing how they're doing. And on on Thursday evening, we went around and did our, our first check-in. And, you know, there were words that were thrown out, thrown out thankful, positive, yeah. eager, anchored, optimistic, hopeful, and focused. You know, and so to me, that's just says a lot. And they've continued to, to stay kind of in that mindset. So that's... That positivity is what's getting us through, I think, and um, that's a long explanation, but I think no, man, know, it's great. I, I wanted to share it. <laughs> well, you you texted me um, those words, and I was just blown away. And but you know, man, it's uh, that's the attitude and the spirit that you have brought to this business all the years you've been running it, and, and you've doubled down on it the last three years, and. It's uh, it's the foundation that you've you've laid this business upon for quite some time now. So it's coming home to roost that you've got a team of people, John, that are you know devoted and loyal and hardworking, and they care about you. They care about the business. They care about your customers. They care about the community, and you've set that example. So uh, I'm not. I mean, I have to say personally, I'm not. I'm not surprised. Uh, e- even in light of all this, I'm really not, man, because you've just. That's been your your mantra and your mentality all this time, well, and I, I mean I appreciate that, and I, I, I you know those those words are very well received, and I think at the end of the day, I just there's a lot of stuff that I had to you know I had to do to keep myself going, and and at sometimes it seemed like overkill and, and cliche in a way, like oh we'll get there, and it's you know we're being optimistic, but it, it certainly does shine true right now, and I, I think if anything, if I can. You know, I think my job at the end of the day is just immediately was to lead and keep people kind of focused and moving forward because I don't, it's kind of like, I, I, this is a weird analogy, but, you know, if, if if someone, you know, you go to a funeral and someone's lost a loved, loved one and like immediately the outpouring is there, right? Like food yeah. shows up, people yeah. are there. And then when the dust settles, you know, that's really when you, when, the, when, when you need somebody there to kind of comfort you and, and prop you up. And I, I think that right out of the gate <clears throat> for us, I was like, listen, guys, like let's put a 90 day plan together. Let's don't focus on the next nine days. We know that we're going to be working hard for a week. We've got to get some things, you know, cleaned up, shut down, packed up for this, for this journey. And, you know, and then about a week from now, which is exactly what I said, we'll be leveled out by Friday. I think by Saturday we'll kind of know kind of how this thing works, and then by Monday or so we'll we'll really start kind of settling into ourselves. And I tell you, by Tuesday or Wednesday of this week, 
we were like, okay, cool. What do we do now? And we just got to readjust our, our compass. And my, my job really is to make sure that I, I find some positivity down the, down the line and kind of keep people hopeful because I could just lock down and shut down and be fearful. And, and I've been there, right? Like I've just been there almost daily for a lot of years where I just went to bed terrified and woke up terrified. I just had some struggles in my business. And I think it was it was hard to come to terms with a lot of days because I just didn't realize why it had, you know, happened or whatever. But at the end of the day, f- for me, I'm able to be very gracious and grateful for those tough times because right now I can kind of double down on that positivity and say, listen, here's what it looks like, you know, 90 days down the road. Um, and here's what we got to do to get there. And, you know, we just got to trim down and trim down and trim down. And then I'm you know, taking a few moments to do that in my personal life with, you know, my mortgage and my, and it's just crazy when you start looking at your $15 a month, um, Netflix, uh, or Spotify subscription or XM radio and you go, okay, cool. Do I need this right now? You know, or can I call these people and, and see what they're working out right now? So I spent a whole day and a half, like most people I'm sure, you know, just trying to be on the phone with the bank and the you know, cell phone company and everything else. So. I tell you, I know we're just at kind of the tip of the iceberg for this, but um, I really hope that maybe something that we're doing here, even if we just you know talk to someone else, that there might be an opportunity to say, you know, I know tomorrow's scary, but I, you know, I've lived in fear of tomorrow, and now it's now it's here, and so I, I don't know. I mean, it's really it's it's almost easier to say, okay, this this could be ninety days we don't think it's going to pop back in two weeks, right? Like, sure, we yeah. have that hope that if we work real hard, you know, we're going to be gangbusters in, in three weeks or this thing's going to open up in a month or whatever else. We're just really slapped right in the face with the reality and now it's like, okay, how do we survive? And so, you know, that's really what we, we've been doing and, and, you know, talking to friends and folks in the industry, Matt, Matt Kelly and I are really good old friends and, me and I were kind of talking, you know, through the the fire that we experienced and the gas explosion that he experienced. And when this happened, it was like, okay, cool, what do we do? And he's like, what do you mean, what do we do, Johnny? And he's like, we've shut our restaurants and we've got to lay our people off. And I was like, you're kidding, right? That's not what we're going to do. So, no, that's exactly what we have to do. We can't spend cash that we don't already have, right? And so... um. <clears throat> So, you know, leaning back into people, a few friends of mine, they just opened their first place. And that's, I mean, a, I mean, a week ago. Yeah. You know, my friend Lou opened Lady Luck a week ago, and this happened you know, right afterwards. So, so I think we've got we've to lean in pretty good. We're running a marathon here, and, and <clears throat> we just don't know how long that marathon's going to be. It's, it might be an Ironman. It might be a half marathon. It might be a full marathon. We don't know yet, you know. Well, you do, you know, yeah, you're you're benefiting from having experienced this now, so you're able to stay stay as calm as possible and, and as creative as possible. And the only way to stay creative like that is to be optimistic. I do believe that. I, I think if you aren't, I think when you're optimistic, you open yourself up to coming up with solutions you would have never thought of, to, to serendipity, to just a, a lot of things that you can't plan for, but you just know that generally speaking, staying optimistic is a a useful thing not just to talk yourself into you know not having a breakdown i think it actually is it you know it helps you execute and it helps you uh 
do a better job at, at figuring out how to get through this. Um, if you if you start basing your decisions on, on fear, um, you, you you shrivel up, you lose your creativity, um, and you know your outcomes going to be worse, no doubt about it. Your best, I guess, the point is the best opportunity for the best outcome is to maintain a positive attitude as much as is possible. Yeah. Thinking fear can creep up, man. It's a, it's a nasty beast sometimes. It's like, terrible. You know, I, I think, I think it's hard to, you know, it really is hard to admit that when, you know, you're on top of the world and, and, and even when we're on top, sometimes we're motivated by fear, fear of failure, fear of sure. losing money, fear of, of losing people that, you know, are backbones to your organization. I mean, there, there's a lot of things wrapped up fear can rear its head when even you're not afraid like it just it's a stomach feeling or it's a monkey on your back or whatever else so i agree you know that can completely choke out your creativity um you know you're feeling the i'm feeling the pinch from multiple sides and i just have no idea how this thing's going to pan out and i'm stuck so if i can get past that by being optimistic and giving myself some status check because I don't need to be delusional, right? Um, no, now, no. Over the last few years, there's been some times I've tried to tried to lean on some delusion just to get through. But you know, I think being optimistic and coming up with creative solutions is the only way we're going to get through. And our, every one of our business models changed overnight, right? Um, well, even, optimistic but realistic, like you said. You can't you can't say, "Oh, it's going to be work hard for two weeks and we'll be done." You got to be realistic, but. Um, but from that, um, yes, you're, you're right, man. It's, it's a, it's, it's a balance. Um, you, you certainly, it, you can get overly optimistic and delusional and just not face the reality of what the situation is, which is, you know, to your example, like, you know, your initial, your buddy's initial response is like, we got to lay everybody off. It's probably delusional to not, not know, you know, not think you, you have to, but that's just the unfortunate reality. But having had to do that, you can, you can maintain a, an optimistic approach to how do we get through the next month and then two months and then three months and um you know not look it's not an easy road ahead have you been um what do you think about this this um bill that's going through congress i guess it's going to be passed here shortly well yeah and i want to finish up that thought you just had and then moving into the bill like um you know i i think the theme being if i wasn't able to lean in on a friend yeah and then that friend leaned towards me and like share that idea. Yeah, I would have been frozen. I, I would have been like, "Is this really what I'm doing right now?" And I know that everybody else is, but even one or two or three days of hesitation there prevents them from the opportunity to try to get you know some right. employment or us to start yeah. doubling down. One of the things we're gonna we've been doing is I think every Tuesday now we're gonna be feeding hopefully about 100 people we've got some donations to do that so that's going to be one of the things we do at least every tuesday we've been trying to come up with some ideas on how to feed our our uh, employees we laid off at least one meal a day so that's that's also some, some inspiration to that optimism if we can kind of give mm-hmm. back and that, that'll definitely keep some good good fire in our bellies so uh and then leaning in on the friends right like having that ability to call someone see how they're doing and then them call back and I'll stay in contact. I'm, I'm talking to people that I'm, you know, we haven't shared struggle ever, you know, and so we're, we're working through that together. And then moving on to the bill, you know, I mean, 
it sounds great. It looks good in theory. Uh, again, jumping through, you know, obviously, hopefully, it'll help prop up some folks that are going to need it. You know, I'm technically unemployed right now. You know, I mean, most everybody I know is technically unemployed, right? Um, but there's, you know, there's got to be some money that comes into the economy. We could be going from the best economy we've ever seen to maybe one of the worst really quickly. Yeah. And so getting that into pumped in back into the country and, and propping some people up, I mean, that's, that's super important. I, I think that we're, as usual, running through some disagreements in Washington and there's some, you know, some stuff that's kind of holding that up and, and people are kind of, they're, they're trying to figure out ways, I think, the last I heard of, of of how people can vote from their houses, you know? Um, so, you know, it's uh, it's certainly got some good legs to it. I really hope for small businesses that the wealth is going to be distributed in a way. You know, I think it would be really easy for, you know, big, maybe a bigger company, and, and it's still considered a small business. It's maybe got some assets in place and a CFO or something like that could leap onto these applications quickly and, you know, a, a small one business owner might really struggle with getting that application in for an SBA loan. And, you know, there's kind of this talk around if we keep people employed, you know, there might be some stimulus there. So, so there are still a few what ifs there, right? Like, and I think that's kind of challenging. It's okay. I can apply for this. Will I get it or won't I get it? And, oh my God, I hope, I hope I get a little bit of bridge capital so I can get through the next. Yeah week or month or whatever it is and I, I think I mean myself and I, I'm, I would think that a lot of other folks are probably thinking like that I would say are most of your um, there's so much upstream and downstream we've been talking about with restaurants and what happens when employees are laid off and then what happens when the business closes and you've got you know you've got leases to pay and then the, the landlord has a mortgage to pay how what have you seen from the people that you know the, the laundry long list of bills that y'all have to pay as a restaurant on a recurring basis are most people working with y'all some are some aren't you know and i, yeah. I think as the reality of what the brevity of the situation sits in a little further and a little further yeah i think those those conversations are going to change even on the ones that are hard-nosed i had yeah two landlords that were very kind and understanding i, I mean i started calling landlords uh tuesday or wednesday of last week i, I just I had gotten in a spot a couple of years ago post, you know, I talk about the fire, like the fire, the great fire or whatever. I mean, we just had a fire by our business. It burned down the neighborhood. Our revenue dropped overnight. My whole company got strained and revenue dropped in, in all my places. And I lost people and this, that, and the third. And for a long time, I was still paying my rent on time and I was paying my SBA loan and I was paying all these vendors that I didn't have money to pay, right? Or vendors or expenses. And, I had to lean on a friend really hard then, um, you know, told me a story about he had once negotiated um, 60, 500,000 to million square foot warehouse spaces in a matter of 45 days. And he had never done that before in his life. And he'd been directed by the company he was working for to get the leases down by $5 a square foot. And he just kind of asked, well, what happened? He said, I got every one of them done, you know? So at that moment... <clears throat> I was scared to call my landlords, right? Like, I'm like, I know I'm in a tough spot. I don't think they're going to care. Um, I'm not going to call them because if I call them and let them know, they're, they're going to start 
trying to kick me out of my space, right? Like that's where my thoughts went. Yes. And yes. Real or real or not, that one little story gave me uh, enough confidence to go to my landlord and say, "Listen, here's my plan. Here's what's going on. Can you work with me here?" And I, I did. I got some some breathing room. Not as much as I wanted, but I got breathing room at that time. And those those conversations might have been like what kept me alive for a couple of years, right? Mm. And so when I look at it right now, I started having those conversations very early. Two out of three landlords were ex- extremely willing to work. Um, so I would say to anybody out there, like, you know, if you're, you're struggling with maybe not having that conversation yet, on that 10,000-pound telephone, you might need to pick it up and make the call sooner than later. Um I think that, you know, again, 75 to 85% of our vendors have been really receptive. Um, hey, listen, we're not, you know, if you're sitting on an invoice, 45, 60 days, no problem. Just let's let's get through this thing. Um, I had a loan company, a short-term kind of loan company, and picked up the phone, and I called. I said, hey, I'm in the restaurant business. This is like Wednesday, and uh, restaurant bar business, say no more. Don't even sweat it. Call us in 30 days. You're good till then. You know, and this is somebody kind of pulled a weekly payment for me. So, um, you know, there's some creditors out there that you would normally think are like really scary people to talk to and they're willing to work. And then some of the other vendors have certainly given us a free month of dishwasher rental because we're really not going to be using it. Right. And, um, yeah, you know, I think, I think the majority of the people that we have spoken to have been, very receptive and that's gives you a really good feeling and you know the other side of that coin as well they don't have a choice right but and you can play hardball and i think i could play hardball but i think just uh, everybody on the other end most of the people you talk to they're like yeah we're going through a rough time we're we're nervous too we don't we don't know what the answer is we're meeting on a daily basis coming up with a new solution for that and i've been very surprised by the ones that have come through i mean well, we had a conversation. That it was like a, you didn't even break a sweat. You said, keep schedule fly live and communicate oh, yeah. with your employees. And we're again a billionaire. Like, you know, I mean, it's just so, so kind, man. And, you know, even one of my attorneys, I texted him. I said, hey, listen, I know we're chipping away at a bill. I got a weekly draft. And he said, listen, he said, Con- consider your bill forgiven. The brevity of this situation is something that nobody can, can really shoulder and i was just wow touched by it that's awesome that's so awesome pretty cool so well oh man and and you know it's like really hard to say it's like i'm like i don't know that i can accept that but i appreciate it and obviously you've offered it and in this time I've got to be willing to accept that. Uh, I think, yeah, dude, you got to be willing to accept that right now. This is so unprecedented. And the the craziest thing is, you know, um, it, not only did, I mean, it's y'all, God, I just feel like the independent restaurant owner just really took it on the chin with this because, you know, there's so many aspects of the business where people just went, okay, you know, you got to close down. You can't operate. You can't open your doors. At best, you can do takeout. Um, I mean, who could have ever planned for that happening like almost overnight? Um, you, no matter how good of a business plan you wrote, there's no way you can plan for that, right? Like even you know, even three to six months of prudent reserves is going to get eaten up pretty quickly. Yeah. By your last 
your last payroll. You yeah. know, when you live, we dropped 35 to 45 percent over the weekend before we closed down, you know, and so, yeah, you know, that's a big hit. <laughs> well, um, yeah, dude, we want y'all to keep, I mean, that's what we've told everybody. It's just, you know, we'll turn off your bill and you're not, we're not turning off schedule fly though. Cause I think that mental health is a big thing right now. People are isolated. That's already hard enough. And then when you've lost your job and you're isolated, you know, we just kind of, we feel like everybody needs to be able to stay connected. And so we're, we're thankful that, you know, our platform is a way for, um, you know, our customers to stay connected with their team and their team to stay connected with the business. Well, I, I tell you, you just hit on something and I think, I think a really hard, hard thing for folks to be able to connect with. And personally, it's like the mental health aspect of first being an entrepreneur, second being a, a, an employee in the industry that's fueled by late nights and going out and drinking or having a good time sometimes, you know, when you're off. And, and yeah, you know, I think something that hits like this to anyone, I, certainly, and it gets it gets scary and it gets tough, so I, I don't know how, you know, I'd certainly be willing, and I'm sure there's a lot of people out there be willing to just open up and, and be, you know, a phone call to, you know, I've, I've needed them, you know, I've just been in some dark places, and it's like that, that call to someone that can hear and understand what's going on is, like, life-changing sometimes, so I, so I really do hope that that communication um, bridge is, is there. Uh, because it's going to be an interesting time. I, I, again, I think the ripple effects, I think for a lot of folks, it's starting to sit in, but I don't think it's really sit in yet. I, mm-hmm. I, you know, if, if I agree. you're working from home and you still have a job, take crap, my, you know, my, my rental property in Austin, Texas isn't renting. I, I mean, I had a conversation with that, like that with a, with a guy today who's, I've got, we do some Airbnb business with in Denver, but like his challenge is, man, my, my, place in austin just took a, a dump a dive overnight i do this he's like i do this airbnb thing down in austin and but he's still got a, he's like thankfully i still have a job he said i had to lay off a bunch of people in my company and he's in tech you know so for someone like that they're like thankful that they have a job but again industry by industry the, the dental offices are now you know falling falling backwards and closing and so those you know the folks that work in those places are, are hourly employees so they're taking a hit yeah, restaurants oh, yeah. and bars. You know the gyms; they closed down. I mean, we're all you know we're all starting to kind of get hit by and, and reality. Until you see something like this from the inside out, I think it's really hard to really know what it feels like. I mean, from the outside in, it looks it looks scary and you, the what if. But as soon as it hits, as quick as it does from the inside out, it's like holy cow, what just happened? Right? It's a reality check and. Um, it certainly, it certainly felt like that, you know, last Tuesday when it happened and it's taken this last week feels like it was three weeks. No kidding, man. No kidding. Well, what are you doing? I know I saw something on Instagram. You went on a run one day. What are you doing to try for your own mental health? And, you know, obviously staying physically active is a, is directly tied to that. Well, I went to bed at midnight on a Saturday. So that was, uh, that was a new thing, you know, uh, mentally, healthy was uh getting a different uh kind of sleep instead of three or four in the morning uh hasn't been a bad thing right i i just don't i don't run or get to the gym enough and i i really try to keep that in mind um i'm leaning I, you know i'm getting some really good uh, mental health wise like i just like i said i've got my team here and they inspire me 
they really do and their positivity and the ones that want to just dig in and say let's let's get through this i'm really looking forward to what we got on the other side i mean that's i tell you that's putting me in a, in a very really cool awesome place inside my head and good um you know talking to some vendors here and there that's to be honest with you that's mentally healthy when you when somebody says hey listen you know my landlord my one landlord was like don't worry about april I'm, he called me first he said well let's get let's get to the next level of this thing and we'll we'll refocus so that's good um the sleeping side of it you know i've watched some <laughs> i get home at 9 30 10 at night and that's that's i i know that's not totally abnormal but for the most part i'm usually kind of dialed in till, till midnight or one with email or anything else and so i'm just i've had some some time to breathe um and that's been helpful and uh staying busy keeps my my brain in a good good place so the fact that we're all moving and we're coming up with new ways if we've got a food truck and you know there's neighborhoods that would like us to come there so we're willing to go there and deal, that man. just keeps us moving and that's you know that's healthy and then looking at well my man i'm really thankful uh that we had a chance to catch up and of course you know you know i mean you and i talk you can call anytime and um always always happy to wrap but i appreciate you doing this i know a lot of people appreciate uh everybody that's taking the time to jump on this um series we've got a guy we did four yesterday have this is the second day. I got two more scheduled, so we're going to try to just keep cranking out these because it's it's good therapy for folks. I think if anything, just to hear you know what everybody else is thinking and know like, hey man, I'm, it's it's hard not to. Even though we all say we're all in this together and we really literally are, it's still uh, hard you know on an individual level to recognize until you talk to other people, like you said, or hear other people say, you know, here's here's what I'm going through right now. And it's so similar to what you're going through. That's, that can be, um, encouraging at minimum. Um, so really appreciate you taking the time to do this, my friend. Yeah, for sure. Did I see, did I send you the onward, the little flyer? I, I got to keep working on this little mission statement, the onward one, but uh, did I send you the, uh, the, uh, flyer yet? The digital flyer we had made? I'm not sure. If did I you did put it on, did you put something on Instagram? I mean, yeah, I, I yeah, saw I something. I yeah, I, I know. I definitely saw something, um, and I loved it. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. I need to. I need to. That'll be a talk about mental health. I want to. I want to come up with some fun stuff for that. I, I, I'd love to put some t-shirts together and, and yeah, man. Kind of put that back into a fundraising effort. And you know, I, thank you for calling I, again. Positivity into the world. I mean, at the end of the day. It's a beautiful day outside. It's crazy to think that we're dealing with a global ec- ec- epidemic. I mean, it is gorgeous outside today. And, yeah. you know, the, the world is still, still moving, sort of. And, like, in this weird way, we're living in this, like, movie movie scene of, yeah. you know, apocalyptic sure. always. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I just onward we go and and positive and and put forward and, and again you know i always enjoy talking to you and I, I do believe that some folks all of us are dealing with our own stuff and then dealing with these things and a lot of times we are having to operate alone so man i really i really appreciate you getting this out into the world and, and you know, let's do such a great job with it so i'm going to jump in and listen to some more podcasts and you know anybody and everybody out there that needs to reach out or whatever my, my number is 919 919- 
649-2154. And my email is John, J-O-N, at the local icon. So there you go. You got, don't be afraid to reach out. There you go, man. Go go watch your uh, daily dose of uh, the, the Jocko Good video, right? You know, if you can, that's right. it's like he says, man, if you can say the word good, it means you're still alive. And uh, yeah. that's all That's all we need. The sun's going to rise tomorrow. And uh, we're going to move onward, my friend. Well, listen, I appreciate yeah. it very much. And uh, anytime. All right, Will. Thank you so much. We'll talk soon. See you, John. All right, bye-bye. Bye.